host, Carol Mix, and I'm so excited that you are here. If you haven't done so already, head on over and hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another episode. Today I wanted to take a highlighter and just highlight it, of course, in the happiest, most joyful color on joy. And sometimes we're not thinking about our joy if we are busy in our lives, if we are running from thing to thing. And I know for myself, it's super easy for me to connect into my calendar, see what needs to be done in the day, and then zoom, off I go into the day because I know I got to get the shit done, right? We all have this. We all have a place where we need to be. We all have things that we need to do and lists that are a mile long. And rarely are we adding to that list joy. What is the joy factor that we have? Are we even paying mind to that? And I know for myself, as I started infusing joy into my day and into my world, last year was one of my words of the year. I love to choose a word of the year and practice using the word and seeing where I can add the word, and my word was joy, into all the places in all the things. How many different ways can I experience this word, which is typically a feeling for me, which obviously when we're using words, these are things that, this is how we use the tool, right? So in this word of the year, using joy, it really allowed for me to see things very differently, and especially in the times that were really hard. So with a focus on my joy factor, I had to ask, how satisfied am I in the amounts of happiness that I experience, or the amounts of contentment that I feel, or the amounts of peace? So I'd always partner it up with something. Again, when I check my schedule, how often do you check your schedule and look at it and go, shit, I got to do all of this or... I have so much to do, or maybe it's even, I don't want to meet with this person. I don't want to go do this thing. I don't want to do this appointment or whatever the case may be. But what would your world look like if you were infusing joy into that or looking to see how you can add joy to this calendar in each of these tasks? What does joy even look or feel like for you? Honest answer is I had to think about that for myself because I wasn't focused on that. I wasn't thinking of that. Like, who has time for that shit? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I mean, of course, we're all seeking happiness. Who doesn't want happiness, right? We all want happiness. But the feeling of joy, it feels differently than happiness. So you get to define what joy feels like to you and what happiness feels like to you and how you experience it. But looking for it, using a word as a focal point, and today we're talking about joy as a focal point, you begin to see it in many different lights, in many different options and ways, and you get to experience it that way too. It's so fun for me to see joy through my granddaughter's eyes. She's seven years old 
everything's freaking joyful, mostly, unless she, you know, is struggling with, you know, not getting what she wants or whatever the case may be. 87.9% of the time, this child is just pure joy. And it's funny, with my husband, he sees that I completely light up, even just talking about her, because she is just pure joy. There's none of it's not tainted yet with adulthood or worries or concerns. She's just bebopping around here with pure joy. And I love, I love being in the space of that. I, I can't get enough of it. I just adore this child with my whole heart. <laughs> and part of that is her joy. It's just her happiness and who she is. And she just brings joy to almost everything that she sees, just by the way she sees and feels and experiences the world. How fun is that? So for today, my invitation to you is, what does your joy factor look like? Have you thought about joy lately? Maybe there is joy already here, already around you, and you don't have to search and look for it. Perhaps it is already here. It just might be covered over, right? How do we uncover the joy, add more of that, increase your joy factor, and then let that ripple out into the world? So some ways that I practice joy or experience joy or look for joy or just wait and that joy is already there a new practice that I have developed, and I'm going to share this with you, is through music. I'm not a music person. It's really weird. Um, the people that I live with, all music. I think that I've shared that before in a past episode. I'm feeling like I did, or maybe that was in a conversation. But I have started playing music again in the morning when I'm getting ready. And it dawned on me just recently that when I would leave and go drive to, when I had a brick and mortar business, when I would drive the kids to school, or in the morning when I'd have to go and do the deliveries because I was the driver for delivery, that was my time to listen to music or listen to CDs in my car. This is how old I am. <laughs> we weren't streaming anything. It was literally the plastic CD, putting that in there. And I had you know specific mentors that I listened to and learned from. At that time, I actually called my vehicle my college education because that is where I, I could focus, I could hear it and do the thing and still be getting the things done. But nonetheless, when I started working from home several years ago, I didn't have that morning time of just pure joy of listening to music, the energy that was coming in and from the music. You know, and so being mindful of the music that you're listening to, does it feel joyful? Does it elevate you? There have been times where I'm listening to some screechy, screaming, I don't know, heavy metal, if you will, and I love it. I'm down for that too, but there's a time and a place for that. So using the energy of the music for certain times and certain places to help motivate you or move you inspire you or whatever the case may be to feel and help use that energy in an additional way. That is one way that I use joy, especially in the morning as I start my day. 
it just starts the day in such a great way. I'm off on the right foot when my energy is elevated. I'm tuned into my body. I'm listening to it and I'm just feeling what that feels like. Another practice that I have is what I call my morning miles. I take the dog for a walk. We get a couple miles in. I'm re-looping back into that habit. I got off track with that habit from an injury in my hip for, oh man, this was a while back. And then, of course, the excuses came and I just didn't get back to it. And then I thought about it. And I'm like, do I even want to do this anymore? And I didn't. So I didn't do it. And now I'm remembering the joy that I had with knowing that I'm out and about getting it done, moving my body, because as much as I would tell myself, you know what, I'll just do it later on. That shit never got done. I did not do it later on. And then I would feel like I was letting myself down. So I was reinforcing this negative habit in myself of I'll do it later, not doing the thing, and then sucking the energy out of myself. It was an energy leak, right? But I know that with putting this habit back in, pure joy lives there. I know that when I'm ready, out the door, and I'm walking before I even wake up <laughs> to catch myself before I say, am I freaking crazy? As I'm moving my body and just taking in the sights and sounds of everything around me, that is when I can feel more joy, more pure joy as well. I'm not seeking it, I'm experiencing it, and I know that it's there. And that feels really good. And lastly, the last suggestion that I can offer for tapping into the joy factor is using your other senses, practicing using your other senses. We're not thinking about these things. We're doing the things. We're on autopilot. We've got shit to do. Who's sitting around thinking about, let me tap into what I hear more than what I see. Let me tap into what I taste more than what I'm touching or seeing. Let me tap into what I feel more than I'm looking at something, right? Using all of these different senses in a very intentional way can allow you to experience pure joy in ways that you can't even imagine. And again, we're not thinking about these things when we're on autopilot, just doing the things to get the things done, tasking. Here we are tasking, and I'm guilty of this myself too. But when I'm working with my clients and we're looking to ground them, and we're looking to bring our feet back to the ground when we are in survival mode, this is one of the ways that I have them create practices for themselves so that they can tap back into their body and feel what's going on in their body, but also experience joy that doesn't cost a bazillion dollars, it's free, and experience joy in your own body, like your own, your very own body, it's so important. Today on my walk, it was pretty cold here this morning when I got up, and as I looked at the weather, typically I don't do that, but for whatever reason, I looked at the weather and it said it was going to be sunny this morning, and then by mid-afternoon, it was going to be cloudy. And then we're expecting some inclement weather by this evening. So I knew that going out, I was going to catch the sun. And I was so excited by that. But as I was walking, it was really, really cool to feel the contrast of the cold air 
cold on my fingers, like my fingers were getting numb because it was cold and feeling the icy cold on my face. But as I was walking and the sun was on my back, I just kind of shifted my focus over to feeling this warmth of the sun and recognizing that the sun is fighting its way through this cold as this new spring season is developing here. And it was just such a cool feeling to feel the warmth. And I was just kind of scanning my body. Where am I feeling this warmth on my body? Even though it's ice cold out here. Now, typically, if we're focused on the, the bigger feeling, the ice cold air, we can bitch about how cold it is and how terrible it is that it's so cold. Why would we even go outside during this time? And I was her. I used to be her. But again, using your different senses to feel different things and experience different things while you're in the middle of an experience that could be perceived as negative, or you could just take advantage of the fact that this whole thing is just amazing and pure joy that I'm feeling spring fighting through, and it is, the sun is actually warmer. So there's a couple of ideas, all of them leading you to tap more inside, bring yourself more inward, to experience your own self and your own joy for yourself because it is important. And I think that grounding yourself and creating practices around that are most beneficial. And again, they come when we need them. These are the tools that we develop when we need them. We don't develop tools in the middle of a crisis. You develop them every single day in the times where you can think more mindfully and intentionally about what it is that you're doing. All right, that's a wrap. I hope that this episode is useful to you and I hope that this is something that you can grab hold of. Choose one thing, choose all of them, play with them and feel what pure joy can feel like for you on this one day. As always, I'm going to leave you exactly the same way with my wish for you. And my wish is that wherever you are today, you make this one day meaningful. Let's make it magical and above all else, make this one day matter wherever you are. Alrighty, I will see you again and take care of yourself.